You know, if they named it Toxic, it probably would have been cooler. But no. And they came out to Britney Spears Toxic? No. Stop it. <laughs> stop it, Bizzle. You stop it right now. Welcome to Grapples of Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you're going to watch the new James Bond movie. It came out with the trailer the other day, and I was like, I thought we were going to get a different Bond, but I guess we're back to Daniel Craig. I think this is the last one. I think that's, Is it? Yeah, I think it is. today. I, I don't think that they're doing any more Bond movies past this guy, at least with Daniel Craig. I, I haven't seen any of them, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. They're yeah, not in my. Uh, no. He's done what, like four or five of them already? I don't care. We got John Wick. Why do we need him anymore? You know, bro. This is fact. I just started watching John Wick because Jeremy and I were talking about it, and so it's on Peacock. So I started watching it. Eh, Peacock. <laughs> so I watched the first two, and I was like, "Yo, I think I might understand the hype with this John Wick fella." I just got to watch the third one now. He does a lot of murder. It's a good time. <laughs> But why watch John Wick when you could watch such wonderful WWE pay-per-views on Peacock? Like, oh my God, stop! Unforgiven, two thousand two. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You know? We're not going to advertise a stupid company. Anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about John Wick or uh, James Bond. You are listening to us on gra- uh, SoundCloud.com. Grapples the apple. That's grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you're listening, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather. Whatever you need me to be, that's what I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely today, this week, by another special guest, as Shays is still taking some time off. Um, so we had my brother, the baby maker, a couple weeks ago. We had Tommy Boy last week, but today, t- this week... We got an OG in the room, one oh, yeah. of the the one of the original grapples to apples co-hosts. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up, reintroduce yourself, sir, and remind the world of the greatness that is the double Z and the double E. You know, it's Maddie Bizzle in the house, and uh, Will. When did you get like sixteen more names? I didn't know you became Shades all of a sudden. Bro, see yeah. that's what happens when you left. Like we just like, we just kept adding names to you my just kept name. Adding, yeah, you needed me to like filler the time right. where you could just <laughs> scream at me the whole time, as opposed to adding names to your resumes. I'm kind of scared to see what name Shades has now. Ugh. Um, yeah, well, him and I both have like these super long marathon monikers at this point. I was like, bro, either at some point I gotta stop adding or just start removing. This is too much. I think you guys got to get like one of those like link tree pages and you can just be like, yo, link in the bio for the the podcast and you just click it and it's like all your different names and then the origins of where they come from. I think that would be much more. If I went to the origins of all my nicknames, we'd be here for 17 years. There'd be a dark side of the ring episode. Oh, dark side, man. That's is this what you're trying to tell me, Matt. Uh, are, just, you, are you hurting my feelings right now, Biz? Is that what's happening? Uh, you can call it whatever you'd like, but I'm That's just funny. saying there are some stories that uh, are meant for the dark side of the world. Your face is a story. <laughs> is that the only thing that's a story? I wink, wink. <laughs> Winks through the microphone. <laughs> anyway, we've got plenty to talk about this week. We've got uh, new champions over in WWE. We have a new faction in NXT. We have some wrestlers looking to be released, a new nickname. We have uh, some shows moving to new channels. We have an, an agreement, a new uh, partnership, partnership, a new partnership, thank you, between two companies. We have a wrestler out with an injury, two out with an injury, actually, and a new signing. But before we get into any and all that, Biz, I know you haven't been here for a while, but I need you to do a favor for me. I, I'm sure you remember that this is something that we do. I need you to remember if you can do it. Ah, uh, I can do it. Can you? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to go to the back. I'm going to go find Earl Ebner or whoever has the thing. Oh my God. Justin, can, just, just, what's just, it? can somebody ring, get the bell, please? Just please. ring the bell. Hey. Just ring the bell. As always, we start with our news 
from the world of professional wrestling outside of WWE. First, let's start off with Impact Wrestling and former world champion Sammy Callahan, who during a recent taping of Impact Wrestling suffered a broken ankle and is set to be out of action until the spring of 2022. That's rough. That's yeah, right. ankle injuries are no fun. Like yeah. Six months, something like that? Uh, roughly, yeah. Sounds about right. You're missing all the whole like winter season, which, I mean, get back in time for all the big pay-per-views. That's when Impact does their uh, their big thing, too, like right around WrestleMania sure, season. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's, it's not the worst timing to have you know an arrival date. Um, even if he comes back a little early, he could build up for a decent storyline. But hopefully, hopefully that goes up quick. Yeah, I mean, look, Sammy Callahan may not be my favorite wrestler, but he is a big piece of what Impact does. Um, he's a former world champion. He was, you know, I think he was a champion before Tessa. Yeah, right. I think Tessa took it off him, if I'm not mistaken. I, th- um, I think they were definitely part of a feud. I don't know if. Oh, no, no. They, they for sure yeah. feuded for a minute. Yeah. Um, I think she took it off of him, if I'm not mistaken. But. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we never want to see a wrestler injured or anything. So, hopefully, Sammy can recover and be back in time with his scheduled date in the spring of 2022. So, best to you, Sammy Callahan. Uh, let's move on to another injury. So, as we announced, I believe it was last week um, or two weeks ago, I'm not sure. We have the New Japan G1 Climax that I believe is either underway or about to get underway, usually takes place in the summer, moved back to the fall because of the pandemic and whatnot. Well, New J- one of New Japan's biggest names, unfortunately, is out with an injury. That's right. Tetsuya Naito is going to be sidelined and pulled from the G1 Climax due to a knee injury. Hmm. Um, did, have they announced the... Uh... The, uh, the brackets for the tournament. So, Do we know how they, that's going to affect everything yet? So, typically, um, hold on a second. G1 Climax. So, when I first saw this a few weeks ago, they had announced the schedule, but had not announced or at least shown the, uh, the breakdown of who's in what. Uh, pool, pool A or pool B or whatever they want to call it. Group A or group B. Um, oh, here we go. Block A and block B. Okay, so Naito is in block A um, with Abushi, uh, Ishii, Yano, Shingo Takage, um, Zack Sabre Jr., the Great Muda, Kenta. Uh, Tamatanga and who is this? Who is this? And uh, Tana uh, Yujiro Takahashi. Hmm. And then block B is Tanahashi, Okada, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Sanada, Taichi, Jeff Cobb, Evil, Tamatanga, and Chase Owens. Okay. So, so I don't know who's gonna fill in Naito's spot in Block A because that's that's big star power right there. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe they could uh, stretch their muscles with AEW and ask for a little little help. The problem little... is is the travel issues. It takes forever mm. to get someone crossed over. That's why Suzuki, who's here now, which we'll get to later, he's keeping himself busy while he's here. That's mm-hmm. why. People like Osprey is just chilling, doing you know, New Japan strong and whatnot, because um, it's just like n- really, really difficult to go to and from Japan right now. So yeah. it would have to be someone who's already there. Um, I think Jay White is currently in the states. I think he's also doing New Japan strong right now. I just want to see if I can check that real quick. Uh, oh my god. I look up Jay White and I see like a like a um, a mugshot from some dude who got arrested in, in Owen County, India. I mean, Indy, <laughs> Indy Airport. Uh, Jay White, close wrestler. enough. Oh my, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! 
Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm not really, I can't really, I don't know. I don't know. I can't see what he's doing, like, real quick. And I don't feel like dragging this. But I think, last I remember, he was in New Japan Strong. So, <laughs> here's another one who's here in the States. I don't know who they get to fill that spot. Naito is, it, that's a big name to have to fill in. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're talking about big heavyweight there, and it's it's not someone you could just uh, <clears throat> fill in with a jobber. You know, it's you need. Someone. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it was like you know, um, if it was Yujiro Takahashi, then whatever, you just throw in whoever you know, mm-hmm. or like Toriyanu or Taichi's. Taichi's the worst. Um, Great Ocon, even if Great Ocon got hurt, they could probably replace him easier. But Naito's one of their their top stars. Yeah, who would you like to see in that role? That's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I don't know. I just don't know who's over there right now. Yeah, for me, it personally, it's been hard for me to keep up with uh, New Japan. Yeah. Um, so. They I really have no idea what footholds. You know, makes sense. they're not—they're not what they used to be. You know, obviously they still have great talent. You know, but they're—I feel like their roster is spread so thin right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't—I don't know. I don't know. But um, let's let's move on. So we just talked about Minoru Suzuki, who's here in the states. He's in a program with John Moxley over in AEW. Well, Suzuki's like. If I'm fighting the GCW world champion in Moxley, I might as well fight a GCW legend. So October 23rd, Suzuki versus Nick Gage. I don't even know what to ready. do. Get ready for blood. Get ready for for all the fun stuff to go down. Because this is just going to be a mix of hard-hitting and... and, and cuts everywhere so so that's that's what i'm thinking right so like we know suzuki is known for like strong style he's, he hits very hard right mm. but he's not really known for being a death match guy yeah he's he's known for his uh his strong style but then you add in someone like nick gage who we've seen in you know aw and then he has his history in gcw um and Anything can happen on these shows. We've seen like, oh yeah, they're insane. You know, they're just they're bonkers. They, the complete opposite of pretty much the style that you would normally see in a New Japan show. Yeah. So, I mean, the spices. Japan in general is not exactly new to death matches. In in in, the, in reality, some people would argue that they like originated the death match style. For um, sure. But it's but, just. I I don't think I've ever seen Suzuki in a death match before. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm like yeah. I'm looking it up, and I don't see anything that says that Suzuki was in a death match ever. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'll watch it because I don't like death matches, but I'm intrigued. Um. Let's move on to the only other company that's got news out, and they have got plenty of it, is AEW. So we've got, first and foremost, um, some announcements. Let's start with the announcement that dropped on September 23rd, that they have announced the signing of seven foot three former basketball player Satnam Singh, who was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks in 2015. I'm not familiar with him. According to the press release that I read, they're very high on his charisma and his athleticism. I'm very concerned that AEW is going the wrong direction. Mm. They, they got Jade Cargill, who I'm sorry, I don't think she's good at all. And she's not a wrestler. She's like a, a bodybuilder who they got or a fitness, whatever you want to call her. They got her, tried to turn into a wrestler. I don't personally think it's working. Um... And now they're signing Satnam Singh, and unless they're planning to like work and train him for I don't even know how long. What are they, this guy's seven foot three? Would like there are very yeah. few giants 
that really work in professional wrestling unless they're working the WWE style. Mm-hmm. I, I also feel like they don't know what they're doing with the Giants that they have. So, I I don't know. This guy is... I, I, don't, I don't see this guy fitting anywhere into the card. So, they're probably going to hopefully let this guy sit in the background for a long while um, and work on, I don't know, being something that's absolutely like useful to the company at some point. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I'm hoping a, they It's just... a weird signing. For just sure. train him. Just train him. I don't want to see him on. I don't want to hear this guy's name for another like three years. You know what I mean? Oof. I mean that might be the length of his contract. Oof. <laughs> well, I guess time will tell, right? Uh, that seems to be the master of things. Good old so time. let's move. Let, well, stop it. <laughs> so let's move on to uh, WWE AEW Rampage. According to reports, they will be changing their commentary team to a rotating sort of system. I don't know how that's going to work. I personally don't think that's a good idea. Um, I think a huge part of your product in professional wrestling is presentation and the voice. Mm. Um, So if they don't have a consistent voice... I don't see how that – I feel like that can have a negative effect on casual listeners or viewers rather. Um, but apparently – let me see. There's no – it's unknown how the rotation will work and who will be involved. The current team includes Excalibur, Taz, and Jericho. Um, we saw – I think it was Ricky Starks last week on Rampage. Mark Henry was originally on Rampage and now they – took him off the table and put him in the in a backstage interviewing capacity. Um, Ricky Starks announced recently that he's a permanent member of the announced team, replacing Mark Henry. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. Well, Jericho's going on tour soon, is he not? Man, your guess is as good as mine. That's what I thought. I Because I, I, originally that was this plan before COVID, and then COVID happened. And he joined, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, right. I'm assuming that their rotating chair is going to be Jericho because I did hear that, uh, you know, we we heard that Mark Henry was leaving the commentary team and essentially being replaced by Ricky Starks. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess that rotating chair might be a good seat. I think your mainstays could be, you know, um, Ricky Excalibur and, and Taz. Excalibur and Taz. And then you just have one rotating chair every week. You could have, you know, storylines play into that on occasion when you need them to. Um, or you could just not have a fourth chair on some weeks, which I think I, is fine. I think that's I don't a lot like of the, heads. I, don't, yeah, I agree. Um, I think Tommy Boy and I were talking about this last week. I don't like the four chair idea. I don't I don't like it. I think three is even too much. I prefer two. I think a two-man team at the table is the best way to do it. But mm-hmm. four people is just way – it's excessive. It's way excessive. But if yeah. they do what you're suggesting and do like Excalibur as your everyday play by play, and then maybe one other steady and then a third who rotates, I'm cool with that. Like if we get Excalibur and Taz every week, but then we'll get Jericho on one week, Ricky Starks on the other week, and then CM Punk the next week, and then Mark Henry the next week. You know what I mean? Like if that's how they do it, then fine, I guess. Well, um, it, uh, Ricky Starks got announced as a permanent replacement for Mark Henry. I am yeah, not high on that, but but yeah. My question is permanent, as in he's permanent in the rotation. You know what I mean? Because the rotation thing is new, right? They didn't start. They haven't done it yet. They haven't started it yet. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna rotate commentators, then that just means that Ricky Starks is part of that permanent rotation. I don't think it means that he's permanently going to sit at the table and then somebody else rotates. I don't know. I don't know. doesn't make any sense to me. I think we'll see the clarity of that over time for sure. I mean, if, if we have three or four people at the table, we'll see that. But, I mean, as long as we're not getting negative one on commentary. Praise, 
Yeah, no, I don't need that kid there. No, no. Jeez, uh, Biz. Listen, man, I I thought I was on the commentary table there for a minute. It was. Oh it was rough. boy! Oh boy! He's a kid, guy. Mm. Well, I don't know. Maybe you don't have him on the commentary table then. You guys have the same taste palette. What are you talking about? Hey, you guys listen, can go out to lunch together listen, and have this and share each other's listen, chicken nuggies and French fries. He dips his chicken nuggies in, in ketchup. I don't do this monstrosity thing. No, 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 no. You get the French fries, you get chicken nuggets. They're in separate separate buckets, okay? Just oh no, God. no. Ketchup, not, maybe you sprinkle sh- a little bit on the side. You're you know? not going to share your dino know? nuggies? Listen, not dinosaurs, okay? No they're, dino nuggies? They're not dinosaurs. They're animals, okay? <laughs> Everybody knows that the turtle ones are the best ones. That's just... Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. Works. But anyway, you're the worst. You're a toddler. Am I the worst? You're a, you're a toddler trapped in a man's body. Y- young adult. Okay. Young there's adult. Not, there's nothing adult about the way you eat, Matt. <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna go get my steak now. That's it. <laughs> right. Wait. Done. You know what? You know, you're 100 right. You're either you either eat like a toddler or you eat like an old man. You uh, have yeah, well, like a you have steak your dino, with bourbon. That's it. You have, That's you have your dino nuggies and fries, or you'll have your like super rare steak with bourbon like wh- yep exactly. who are you uh depends the week can't really tell <laughs> either way you're in diapers you just can't tell <laughs> <laughs> listen oh, why do you know about man. my diapers oh man oh man <laughs> oh man oh man oh man oh man all right so back to aew uh dynamite will be moving to tbs starting january 5th However, Rampage is staying on TNT. And none of that matters to me because I don't get either channel. <laughs> or me, because I use Fight. So they're all just going to be there sitting, waiting for me. When you watch it on Fight, you get, the, you get the, um, like the uninterrupted commercial breaks, right? So, yeah. So general, well, uh, there is like some interruptions on occasion. But the, when they go picture to picture... Um, I just don't get like, they're just like, we go to picture picture and I see everything. Uh, and they're usually a bit more quiet on the commentary team. Cause they know they're not like, um, right. a but, it does, but it goes to picture in picture or it plays. No, out? it doesn't. It, it plays in full. full That's full, what I'm full, saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they like remark that they're picture in picture or whatever. Or sometimes they right, make right. some jokes. And then they're like, and we're back. And I'm like, well, I've been here the whole time. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, yeah, because for us, us folks here in America. America. America, who don't use Fight TV with a VPN. Mm, hey, hey. How do you know I don't actually live in the UK on Wednesday nights between 8 and 10 p.m.? Considering I saw you yesterday. Yeah, I went to the actual <laughs> show. That's fine. Considering I saw you Yesterday, I'm I got one of them private jets. Oh my god, v- Vinny Mac sent me one. I think if we learned anything from uh Dark Side of the Ring, is we don't want to be on any private jet, jet paid for by Vince McMahon. I mean, there's bourbon, I'm, I'm there. Oh, can't say no. And, and then when someone cuts off your ponytail, don't say nothing <laughs> to me. Listen, as long as he's not licking me, I'm fine with that. Blech. Blech. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dynamite's going to TBS. Sure, I mean they mentioned this months ago. Now they just have an actual date. January fifth is the first episode of Dynamite on TBS, and then Rampage is on TNT. I'm guessing you know there's nothing conflicting them on Fridays at ten. So there it stays. Yeah, uh, TBS I think is going to be a really great move for them. It gets them away from all the sports stuff because I believe well, yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole thing yeah. is that they can't. Yeah keep that spot because they had now they're going to have the um, NHL contract as well as the NBA contract. Mm-hmm. So. Sweet. Hey, good on them. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, rumor. Trying to activate the rumor mill. Ooh. Do we according, spin a mill? According to tweets that I have come across, reports from people who work for um, Fightful News, uh, Fightful Wrestling, excuse me. AEW is soon to debut a new women's mid-card championship 
that will be named the TBS Championship to go alongside the TNT Championship for the men. Hmm. Now, we have our group chat, you know, that we, you know, talk about with me and Biz and Shades and Tommy Boy and the Baby Maker and uh, Big Sexy Joey. So we put this in there and the first thing that I thought when I put it in the group chat was their talent pool is not deep enough. Hmm. Yeah, no, they're, they're starting to get a decent talent pool for the one title they have. Exactly. Like they're um, starting to like now they're at a place where they're improving. They have a solid super over women's champion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right behind her, you have Chris Statlander, who's getting better and better and getting more and more over Ruby Soho, who just came over, who, you know, has a wide fan base, um, who we saw on Dynamite this week. As long as just, just keep her away from Britt Baker right now, because no one's more over than Britt Baker. Yeah, it's going to not end well for her. And I mean, uh, Ruby's Ruby's over. Right. And, but no, the crazy no. part is the crazy part is is that next to Brit, mm-hmm. she might as well be like Tamina. Jeez, why would you do that? Because think about it at Dynamite, it, the place was going crazy. Oh, for, for sure. Brit, and like it was a struggle to make some noise for Ruby. Where mm-hmm. on other shows, on other episodes of Dynamite, the crowd is super vocal for Ruby. For so, me, I felt like it was even 50-50, like a split. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize uh, that they both had this much backing. I, even even for uh, Britt, as kind of like a would, – what would you consider? like? A, is she, would you consider her like a proper heel? Oh, 100%. She's, yeah. she's a super heel. Yeah. Uh, but even so, like, you know, the people love her. Yeah. She's, um, she's over like Rover. Yeah. I mean, um, the fans do the DMD thing. It's like yeah. – it's like nearly unprompted, and then she's just like, "Cool, let's go with it, bro." She um, can do it at any. The minute she lifts up her hand and her finger, the crowd immediately is with her. D, M, D. It's just it is the thing now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's over like hotcakes. You got Ruby behind her. You got Statlander behind her. You got Thunder Rosa, who's still fantastic, and she's over when they use her. Uh, Ty Conti is is you know. Her and Anna Jay have promised, but they're kind of doing their own thing right now. Um, Sheeta is always legit when she's doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... Yeah. There's talk about Abaddon. Uh, Abaddon's not, Abaddon's not there. Abaddon's I, not there. No, um, but but she's... As far as, like, people understanding where she sits in the roster, it's not... She's not, like, a jobber, you know? She's moving her way up the card for sure, but she's mm-hmm. she's not there. She's not there. She don't got it. She's kind um, of the definition of the mid card, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Abaddon. So, like, if there's a mid card for the women, we're talking Abaddon, Layla Hirsch. Um, we're talking Red Velvet. We're talking um, who else was in the women's mid card? Nyla Rose, who should mm-hmm. have been top of the card, but. It is not working for her. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just don't have anything for her, or if I don't think people her. are connecting with her. Yeah, I, I don't. That's part I don't of the know problem. what it is. I don't know what it is, but she's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she was ever really over with that many people. I mean, she was a decent. You're heel, right. You're but right. She wasn't. She never blew anyone away. Um, I thought she had a lot of potential to be like their top heel. Mm-hmm. But it, just, it didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not. I'm just not sure about this. I'm not sure about them putting out a mid card belt for their women. Yeah. Um. Especially it being titled the CBS title. Uh. I mean, I would assume that would kind of push them to want to do more women's stuff on Rampage as opposed to Dynamite. But you mean the other way around? I'm sorry. Dynamite's oh, yeah, going to be on right. TBS. Dynamite's going to be on TBS, yeah. So I don't know what, what they would be uh, – I, I don't know what, what their thought process is going to be. You, know what, like you know what? Now that you mention it, 
that might be a good idea because then you're kind of so if so the TNT championship is a TNT championship, right? So theoretically, the TNT championship should only be defended on TNT television. So if they do that with both TNT and TBS, then you're forcing them to have a women's title match on TBS television on a regular basis. Somewhat. If they wanna if they wanna keep that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if they yeah. if they do that, if they make that separation and keep that the setup, TBS mm-hmm. titles defended only on TBS, the TNT is only defended on TNT, then I think that could really work to boost the TBS championship and the women in their division. Because so Miro's got the TNT title holding holding it holding it down right now, right? Mm-hmm. Sammy's the number one contender. Um, Fuego del Sol is is making his way up through the TNT title scene. Um, so they don't need to have this title on Dynamite, right? So they could keep doing Rampage, this one-hour show, and have that title on the line every week, every other week, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And then TBS can have the women who need more work, who need more exposure, who need to get over more so by forcing that title to be a title that's defended on tv exclusively then maybe you don't defend it every week but it's some it's it forces them to if you care about that branding right you're gonna have to go to that to tbs to watch that those matches you know and it forces. and if you're just someone who's watching dynamite just to watch dynamite on a random wednesday you might be in for a title match. Mm-hmm. And it can change hands because it can only be defended on TV. So you never know when it's going to change hands. Or I'm sure they'll probably make exceptions for like pay-per-views on, because they do that with TNT, the TNT title. T- yeah, TNT title as it is. Right. right. But so. I think but I think if they do this, I think that would be the right move to do. Do not have these titles defended on pay-per-views. Only defend them on the on the network that they're a part of. And then that gives people the excitement of you tune in and, oh, the TBS talk on the line. Oh, this might actually be a title change, right? Because let's think about it. More often than not, a title match on TV, on free TV, is not going to change hands, right? More often than not. Fair enough, yeah. So let's say you're watching a random Dynamite and they're like, Miro versus Christian Cage for the TNT title tonight. You're going to be like... All right, Miro's probably going to retain, right? On a pay-per-view, you might be like, I don't know, man. Christian Cage, he's been kind of hot. He beat Kenny. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's the Impact World Champion. Right. So I think if you make these titles exclusive to the network that they're on, it creates a new level of excitement. And an issue that people were, were criticizing AEW for not too long ago was that they only have one women's segment at night for like 10 minutes. Right. So mm-hmm. if you have the TBS title, which is exclusive to TBS network and dynamite, and then you have your women's title, that's the women's title. You can theoretically have minimum two women's segments a night because you have to. You can't ignore the women's main event scene. And then you have the TBS title that is exclusive to TBS and dynamite. So you're forcing yourselves to book more women's angles and stories and matches. Sure. I you know what I'm that. saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think that could really be a good way to go. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see if that's even... I mean, this is a rumor still, so there's no... Obviously, yeah, they haven't even announced it yet. Stuff. Right. Um, but coming back to the roster deal, I think they need to kind of sort out how they want to lay that through, because they don't have all that many bodies that are, you know, super impressive yet. They have, they have a couple of their stars in the women's division and then, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of fall short. I think the problem is, I think AEW sees their women a little higher than the rest of the world sees them. Yeah. Like, I think they think Jade Cargill is better than she is. I think they think Layla Hirsch is bigger than she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they think... Um, who else? Who else? Uh, I mean, I think 
people like Anna Jay and take uh, take Conti are yeah they like them there. they like them but I mean they were the cool down match at Dan- um I mean they're they're on the card yeah they're the cool down I'm sorry they were the cool down match on Rampage this week so hmm. I don't know you know yeah. um. Like we were saying, time will tell. Yeah, TikTok. yeah. we'll see. Um, last bit of news for AEW is kind of a big one, really. Uh, AEW and the Owen How- the Owen Hart Foundation, excuse me, have partnered up. There are three major things that are coming from this partnership. Number one, there will be new merch for Owen Hart with AEW branding on it. Um, this will be the first time that there is any Owen Hart merchandise in what 20 something years because uh they refused to let wwe put out any owen hart merchandise so that wasn't a thing so you're gonna get owen hart merch for the first time in decades number two is he will be a playable character in the new aew video game hmm which is, again, the first time we see Owen Hart in a video game since, like, what? WWF Warzone for the PlayStation? That's pretty cool. To be honest, the, f- the fact they could get something like this going and have this type of partnership is huge for uh, oh, yeah. for the Hart family, you know? Yeah. And it's so, huge for them to, to say that the Hart family would trust them with something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it goes to show, I can only imagine the kind of impassioned pitch that Tony Khan and whoever else made to the, to Owen Hart's family to be like, let us, let like trust us with his legacy, trust us with his likenesses, trust us with his merch, like let us take care of you guys. Because let's be real also, there's money involved, right? Mm-hmm. AEW makes money on merch. They're going to break the bank when this video game comes out. So if Owen Hart can be a part of that, mm-hmm. posthumously, obviously, his family will be able to reap the financial benefits of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's crazy how much traction this game is actually getting even outside because I, I listen to a uh, PlayStation podcast, uh, mm-hmm. or at least I try to pretty regularly. And they mentioned um, the AEW game a few years, uh, a few months back when they were talking about Ukes and mm. um, the development of the current 2K game because that got pushed back. Right. Um, I forget when that news came out. But people are hearing about AEW and they're hearing about the steps they're taking in all these different avenues, be it. Um, the video game world, be it the trading cards that are coming out. There was mm-hmm. an advertisement for the trading mm-hmm. cards on Dynamite this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact they were able to um, pull this together with the the Owen Hart Foundation is insane because there's just so much merchandising that goes on. They could have like a Owen Hart, you know, commemorative first edition for this game or something if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much they could they could do and it like I, like you said it's it's great that um they had to have sold them on this crazy pitch to get this yeah co- uh, collaboration working um but uh yeah i mean h- how do you feel about the tournament well funny you ask that's the third part of the owen hart foundation agreement is that aw will be hosting a brand new tournament I believe in his name and in his honor. Um, do you know any details about this tournament? Because I don't. Uh, nothing specific yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. I th- I didn't realize I jumped ahead. I thought it was, it's all good. It was uh, mixed in there. I was um, going to get there. We we were speaking about the tournament earlier in the day, mm-hmm. um, as a whole, and I mean, there's not really any information f- to it, but the amount of prestige that is held in the Hart family name and Owen Hart himself. I can only imagine that they're going to treat this with so much respect yeah. and um, honor that it would have to be something that can be looked at as something like the King of the Ring was back in the day, you know, right. or more. Right. Um, and that's kind of how I 
would hope that they view it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the counter argument that was brought up earlier was, you know, AEW does all these tournaments all the time. Yeah. Um, and we we went in and looked at the uh, the stats for it, and there's been like eight, seven or eight tournaments in the past two years. Um, a lot. That's a lot. And it's like, what is going to make this distinctively different mm-hmm. to hold its own footing? Um, I don't know. I think they had to do a lot of tournaments to get things kind of started up in the company too. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of get people's footing um, as far as their placements in the higher tier of the division or the mid card. Mm-hmm. Be it. Um, and now I think they're kind of grounding themselves and finding their own foundations um, with everybody on the roster, be it the males or the females, because they've done two women's tournaments as well mm-hmm. um, in the time that they've uh, opened, started the company. And um, that's another interesting concept where they have like a Owen's heart, Owen Hart, like male bracket. And then like another bracket to for like honor like females or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not, how, I'm not sure how they're going to do something like that, but what, what what came to your mind when you first heard about it? Um, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm curious as to, I think what's going to tell us everything is who gets booked on in this tournament. Um, if it's mid Carters, I might be pretty bothered because that is just going to be, you know, it's another tournament that doesn't mean anything, you know? Like, if the participants of this tournament are, like, Brian Pillman Jr. and Alex Reynolds and Isaiah Cassidy, it's like, ugh, okay, so, so we're not doing anything with this, right? But if you tell me the tournament is, like, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega and you know they should G1 climax this thing. That's what I was thinking actually exactly as like, Pack it. you started talking Pack about it like what if it. this was their G1? Yeah. Pack it, bro. Cut out so WWE in the past with King of the Ring would do mostly mid-carders to boost. It was meant to boost up their mid-carders, right? We've seen it work. We've seen it fail. G1, do Japan with the G1, they use a tournament to elevate stars, but mostly the point is to find a number one contender for their biggest show of the year. It's like their Royal Rumble adjacent, right? So the winner of the G1 can either, if they're not the champion, will challenge whatever champion they want, or if they are the champion, can choose a challenger for Wrestle Kingdom. So do the same thing here. Let this tournament decide something significant. Make it somebody worth the damn. Make the people who are in this tournament, let them be headliners. Let them be people who have the belt or who are looking for the belt. You know, it should not be like I, I don't want to see. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, here's the thing: how many they, they have to have that many top guys to be able to do something like that, too. They have they have plenty and of guys. If you let's, let's okay, let's keep it simple. Let's make it an eight man tournament, right? Which is even way too small. But let's call it an eight yeah, man tournament. Yeah, it's way too small. Um, Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, Hangman Adam Page. Um, that's four already. Brian Danielson, you, I said uh, that Punk. Okay, CM Punk, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, MJF. That's already eight, and we can still fit more people in there. How many more people do you think we can fit? I mean, Penta, Penta can be in there. Sure, yeah, you can do Um, things like that. Pac. Who else? Pac. Yeah. Um. Who else? Who else is a big name? They they do have a couple names. Uh, I I think that you'd if. I think there'd have to be one or two Malachi people Black, Miro, all of these guys. Throw them all in. Throw throw every mid, upper mid, and main eventer. Throw them all in there, and see who sticks. Because mm-hmm. the the thing about the G one is, 
because of the way they do it, like with the round robin kind of thing, is everyone faces each other, which means that you get awesome matches every year without fail. Because at some point, you end up with like Okada versus Naito or like AJ versus Shinsuke or something like that. You know, like Koda versus Kenny or something along those lines. Okada versus Osprey in the G1 a few years ago. Like, the G1, the way it's set up, you are guaranteed to get at least one minimum, but usually more, at least one banger in the tournament. Where the King of the Ring, because of single elimination, it's not always guaranteed. You get, Sometimes the entire tournament can just be a flop. Yeah, that's fair. So if you do, if you just throw all the, make it a mix of the two, right? So don't do round robin, make a single elimination, but make the names big names, make them names that matter. Give us, um, I don't know, um, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. Give me Kenny Omega versus Miro. Give me Mm. CM Punk versus Jungle Boy. Give me Darby Allen versus Adam Cole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's my take on it. Make it a tournament with your biggest stars, so that at the end of the day, every week, the world is talking about. Did you see that insane Owen Hart tournament match? Oh man! Oh, you mean that match between uh, Penta and Pac? Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I they there's no dating for when this is going to start or when they'll do this. But yeah, I'm I mean assuming, they just announced the partnership. That's all they've done so far. Yeah. It it would be cool if maybe they made it like a. Do you think this is some this is a tournament that would have to drag on for a couple of weeks, or you think they do it all over like a two or three night event? It it depends on on what kind of like what structure like what format sorry what format are they going to do for the tournament and then how many participants are in it you know Mm -hmm. those are the two things that are going to factor into the length if you tell me it's an eight man single elimination then we're talking like what two weeks three weeks maybe yeah a month at the most but if you're talking like round robin with 16 guys that could take like an entire season oof which imagine for three months we just get nothing but awesome wrestling. Oh, what a concept! What a nightmare! Oh, uh, what a travesty! A travesty! <laughs> Jinx, you soda. Whatever could we do? Ah, jeez. Uh, anyway, let's move on because we still gotta go to WWE, and we're already forty-seven minutes into this thing. Let's go over to WWE news. First things first, Grand Metalik has reportedly requested his release from WWE. Good luck, schmuck. A, it's either not going to happen, or B, you'll end up in AAA or CMLL. Sorry, bud. It's what's going to happen. Um, best case scenario for you, you go to Impact. Have fun. Yeah. And that's, and that's no disrespect to Grand Metalik. He's good at what he does, but he's not AEW good. He doesn't fit, he doesn't fit the New Japan style. Um, yeah, he's probably just going to go back to Mexico, to be honest. Hmm. Um, something that I thought was hilarious was at a recent WWE Raw, they had a dark match where Keith Lee was introduced with a brand new nickname, Bearcat. The Bearcat? He's a Bearcat. Who was that? So, according to reports, uh, Keith Lee, I think this was his doing. To take on the beer cat, Nick, not beer cat, bear cat, excuse me, the bear cat nickname moniker, which he is using to pay homage to where is it? Where is it? Where is it? To bear cat, right? So, according to uh, figure four wrestling online, the nickname bear cat may be homage to bear cat, right? A former wrestler from the 1950s and 60s who was a former WWA world heavyweight champion he was posthumously inducted into the legacy ring of the wwe hall of fame in 2017 so if that's 
why Bearcat is a thing, then I'm cool with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's, a, it's really commendable. I think it's really cool if that's what's going on. If this is just WWE being WWE, then, man, stop. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I don't know. Oh. It's hard to tell. You know, Keith Lee, is, he's really smart. He's really um, – he, he's ingrained into the history of wrestling. He loves the sport. Yes, but how and much say does he have? Who knows, you know? The man's that's, had that's, to wear a singlet the for the question. last two years and have terrible music. What say does he have in his career? Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. Who knows, man? Have you been wondering, where's Mandy Rose? Neither have I. But just in <laughs> case you were, she's over on NXT as a brunette and now leads her own trio named Toxic Attraction because names. Um, the other two people in the trio are Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. If this does not sound like the most generic lame 2003 girl band i don't know what does i don't know why but the um the mary janes keep coming to my head the the band that uh gwen stacy's in in her spider gwen universe it's like toxic attraction attraction. you know if they named it toxic it probably would have been cooler no and they came out to britney spears toxic no stop it (laughs) stop it bizzle (laughs) You stop it right now. I know they're not. He's a, Vince isn't Tony Khan. He's gonna, not going to go buy that song. He just he's not going to do it. But that's an idea. Just saying. No. Go take it, Vince. No. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, have you seen? Did you, you've seen her debut on NXT this week? Yeah, or I the don't know. If it's just least? me, but she looks weird with brown hair. It took an adjustment, but. You know, her with blonde hair was always this, like, mean girls type of aesthetic where she was like, get out of the way. I want my, like, I don't know, my really? smooth, my I, Starbucks latte. I'm, I get that more from her now as a brunette. <sighs> mm, I don't know. I, I think she's kind of, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, especially with the trio that she's part of, um... I could see it fitting the bill for a bit is, more of a heel role. Isn't it funny how, how Vince's brain works? When she was blonde, they did that whole like hazy camera and, oh, Mandy. Oh, she's so beautiful. Mandy Rose. Oh, my God. Now she's a brunette and she's the leader of Toxic. It's like, what? 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 Oh, Vince, is there bias, <laughs> sir? Mm. Are you trying to tell something about blondes and brunettes? Ah. Jeez. Way to way to you know hammer it home. Gosh. <laughs> Speaking of, gosh, we have new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Bizzle, did you know this? I didn't know that the tag team titles were still a thing on that that end of the spectrum. Unfortunately, they are. Yeah, wasn't it uh, before this? Was it not Nia Jax and Sasha? Ba- uh, Sasha was it? No. No, no Shayna Sasha, Baszler. There, there you go. go. They, so I know they broke up people. a while ago. They're in a feud Oof. now. Well, they dropped not, those not titles. Jax, but. Oh gosh. <laughs> so the uh, so Natalia and Tamina were the tag team champions coming into Raw this week, and were defeated by none other than former champion and contenders. Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. Huh. Dude, when I saw this, I literally, like, I facepalmed so hard. I was just like, oh, my God. Hey, your girl Nikki has a title again. You know, that's something. (laughs) Rhea Ripley, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how how she allowed this to happen. Allow? She has no say. I don't know, man. She seems like the type that would just grab Vince by the throat and be like, "I'm not doing this." Guys, I'm she's going, like tw- she's I'm like twenty. She's like twenty something. She's like twenty four years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, bro, Vince took the title off of her like twice. 
three times. He's like, hey, nice to meet you. Here's a belt. Give it back. Give it back. <laughs> Give it back. Thank you. Here you go, Charlotte. Yeah, uh, sorry. She was holding it for you. My bad. Was, I, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I don't know why these titles even mean – they don't mean anything. They don't. To they don't. They don't. So they just crazy. made them because we all wanted them for so long, right? We were like, ah, we want ta- women's tag team It made team sense. Titles. It made sense. And when it was when it was Sasha and Bailey, it, it was perfect. And then they put it on the Iconics, and I wasn't happy about it, but fine. It makes sense. Put it on the Iconics. Yeah, but it sat on those. It, like, here's the thing: these belts just sit on their champions for like that ever won't. because there's no tag teams. The issue, just, well, that so that's the thing, is that they had a bunch for a little bit, then they split everybody up or fired everybody, hmm. and then they weren't doing stuff. Like, Sa- once Sasha and Bailey dropped those titles to the Iconics, the Iconics just sat there with those belts and didn't do anything, and then they dropped them. I don't even remember to who. And now and now what? So they they're not even with the company anymore. Wait, didn't Beth Phoenix get it? Beth Phoenix and Natalia, isn't that the people that won it? I, I do not. Man, they I, I don't know. I just remember all the champions. I don't remember it being specifically the Iconics that held on to it. I remember Sasha and Bailey having it for a minute too and uh whatever. It happened, man. Like these these titles they, they didn't future-proof them. They needed to make more tag teams. They needed to not like break them up and make all these other single stars that aren't even stars anymore. It's just... Yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't keep up with WWE anymore. It's, it's a place that makes people sick. So this is what we got. So the very first were Bailey and Sasha and Bailey, right? That makes all the sense in the world. They they set it up great, you know, with all the tags and the the, the teams and the, you know when Morgan and Sarah Logan were a team. You had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville as a team, Carmella and Naomi. You had Nia Jackson, Tamina. You know there 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 was a lot of legitimate tag teams. Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey won an elimination chamber. Then they drop it to the Iconics. Two months later. Hmm. Then the Iconics hold on to it from until August when they dropped it to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who dropped it to Asuka and Kyrie, dropped it back to Alexa and Nikki, then Bailey and Sasha again, then Jackson Baszler, Asuka and Charlotte. I forgot that was a thing. Jackson Baszler again, Tamina and Natalia, and now Nikki and Rhea. Huh. Yeah. Wow. They've been making some uh, real trailblazers over in that company, huh? Nikki Cross is a three-time tag team champion. She's also a superhero right now. No, no, no. She's almost a superhero. Okay, she's a hero. Is that that? That's is that why. That's enough? why her name is ASH, because she's almost a superhero. If she was a superhero, she'd be Nikki SH. So anyway, in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. But there are also bad seeds. At the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So, Maddie Bizzle, I don't know if you've thought of this yet, so I'll give you some time to think about it, and I'll go ahead with my good seed for the week. Goes to the Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega match from AEW Dynamite this week. That was such a good match. Probably the best match I've ever seen in person. I just I was blown away. I it was it ended in a thirty minute time limit draw. I thought it was the only way to book it, and it did not feel like thirty minutes to me. Spot after spot, just everything that you could want. Technical, 
uh, intense, hard hitting. I can't say enough about this match. Easily my 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 good seed for the week. I think it's a really good good seed to be honest. I mean, the match by far is gonna be up there. I think with match of the year candidate. I think um, so too. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, especially as like a opening TV match mm. for a dynamite, it's like, mm-hmm. um, and that's their first match ever in New York, like proper New York. That's another thing yeah. to think about, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. Um, but my my good seed is going to be TBS. Their shift okay. to to TBS, I think, is going to be super positive for uh, everything from their growth as a as a branding company, um, and. Uh, you know, whatever could come along with that, if that could mean the TV, the uh, the women's mid card title. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, oh, yeah, that's, you a wanna, that's a good seed. Okay, so I'm, now- I'm, 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 I'm going to call that as single good seed for me. I so, I think there's there, there was other good matches that were on the card, but we yeah. So it, my bad seed, just, my. Bad seed, man. I don't even know where to go. I have I have two to choose from. Do you I want me to go and do mine, and maybe that'll make it yours easier? If you if you have yours, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, I went with the men of the year. Um, ah. Yeah, the, the, I I don't understand this dynamic. I don't understand their manager. I don't understand why they pitted them against Jericho this week on Rampage. Um. Scorpio Sky is one of those people that they could push to the moon if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but they've just been kind of tossing him between tag teams and leaving him in the background. And the dude is phenomenal in the ring. He yeah. he has magic to him, you know. He has um, history in the business. Um, it's so and- sad to see that they they broke up SEU for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had they had him rising through dark, right? And then he yeah. had his, like TNT match, and it was like, oh, okay, it flopped. But like, didn't he have he a title match with Kenny? I mean, no, not Kenny. Um, with Jericho, a title match with Jericho. Um, I don't On know TV? if it was. Ti- I don't know if it was a title match with Jericho. He had the TNT title match, I think, with Darby. Um, I was it tar- Darby or was it Cody? Um. This, but, but I mean, this is like at least a year back, I want to say. Um, but I don't think he had a match with, with yeah. Jericho for the yes, AEW. Yes, yeah? he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, That's see. just an even bigger fall for race then. Like, why Why do they have him teaming up with Ethan Page? Is that the, yeah. his partner right now? Yeah, yeah no. Yep. Uh, and, and I just don't get the gimmick. The gimmick is like, I get it. They're supposed to be like the Forbes Men of the Year type style aesthetic but it's just it's not clicking and they could just be doing so much more this could they could build up ethan page in a different way make him much more relatable for everybody else but this is instead they wanted to make a tag team and this is the tag team they decided to make so like of all the 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 heat that we give to wwe and how they treat wrestlers to me this is one of AEW's biggest like drop mm-hmm. where Scorpio Sky was in a title match with Chris Jericho headlining in Chicago and now he's he's doing what you know like I don't know anyway I'm sorry I didn't mean to go off it's your bad seed no I, I 100% cool. agree with I mean you. he's he was he's been there since the jump you know and yeah this is where he's first tag, now. first of the tag team champions SCU yeah you're right and he was uh he wasn't supposed to be tag team champion. He was uh he covered for what's his name when he hurt yep. himself. Yep. So whatever. Anyway, um my bad seed. Oh man, I you know what? Screw it. Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH. Because these two women have no business being a tag team. They're singles competitors. Nikki was just the raw ta- uh, raw women's champion for like a second. Rhea belongs in that top scene. But because of Charlotte, they end up as a tag team, tag team champions. It's it's a shame. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't get it. But anyway, 
That's going to wrap up our episode for this week, folks. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. There's Grapples, Apple. There's Grapples at number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud. You got Apple Podcasts. You got Google Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com, slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes on you as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be because, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by our very special guest, one of the OGs. Tell them who you are, baby. I am the... Uh only man left to go by one singular name at this point, I think. <laughs> Mr. Double Z and Double E, Maddie Bizzle, baby. Thank you for hearing us out. And, uh, Will, I'm going to let you uh, do your magic. <laughs> Biz, thank you again for, for joining me this week and for filling in for Shades. Um, and for those of you at home, don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's bad wrestling. Peace. Peace.